Hello everyone and welcome back to my podcast series review. I'm your host Ruby and today I will be reviewing a fantastic young adult book. This is Our Place by Vitor Martins and translated by Larissa Helena. I really really enjoy this book and I hope that you all will too. So let's get started. So I started reading This Is Our Place over spring break. I loved it from the very beginning though. It's a super interesting book and it hooks you right away. Also, I'm really, really impressed with it because it was actually originally written in Portuguese and then translated, which is so cool. Before I jump into the summary, I'm going to tell you something really interesting about the book, the part that got me hooked. It is told from the perspective of a house. Now, before you get too confused, let me give you a summary of This Is Our Place right now. Anna lives in number eight Sunflower Street in the new millennium. The year 2000 just began. Anna loves music and CDs and her girlfriend, Leticia. But along with the celebrations of the new year, Anna also receives some devastating information. She must move from number eight Sunflower Street, the only house she's ever known, and fly to Rio de Janeiro, a town she practically knows nothing about, except for the fact that they put ketchup on their pizza. She is not thrilled. She'll have to leave behind her girlfriend, the town she's known for her whole life, and the very little memories she has of her mother. Ten years later, Greg moves into number eight Sunflower Street to live with his movie-obsessed Aunt Katerina and her dog, named after an actor. His parents are struggling to figure out their divorce, so sending Greg to Lagoa Pequena seems like the perfect decision. Greg helps out in his aunt's video and movie rental store, trying to find the perfect movie for each customer. He might even find his first boyfriend and his first feeling of real family there, too. Ten years later, Beto is stuck inside number eight Sunflower Street, like he can't leave. Do the math. It's 2020 and COVID is threatening to infect Beto's family. He's forced to photograph only things he can find as his house instead of actually getting out there in the world. He does have a few friends though. His sister is back from her job in a big city and together they make a resolution to try something new each day. His online friend Nico has been messaging him almost every day. His mom is always there to offer free therapy sessions, but Beto is worried he's missing all his chances the chance to be Nico's boyfriend, the chance to actually get his photography out there, but what he finds in his very own self might just surprise him. I like this book so, so much, and for so many reasons. The characters are amazing, but also the I, the whole idea behind the book is really cool as well. Like, told from the perspective of a house, I would never have thought of that, ever. Now I will give you three reasons as to why you should definitely read This Is Our Place. First of all, I know I literally say this every single time, but the characters and the fact that there's three main characters in this book makes it just amazing. And they're all so different. Anna, Greg, and Beto are just so fabulous and amazing characters, and they each have really specific, unique parts of their personalities that I think are very interesting. And they're all very uniquely crafted, and you can tell the author spent a lot of time trying to get the perfect characters. This is kind of a confusing one, but the connections. You'll see later in the book how all these characters are connected, and it will make you, it made me want to scream from the connections. I was like, oh my gosh! just reading the book and 
the really specific parts that you would maybe miss if you read it too quickly, I was like, oh my gosh, that's Greg or that's Anna or whatever. So the connections, definitely a fabulous part of this book. And third, the topics. The to- this book is largely about family and love and um, LGBTQ teenagers. And it's just, it's such a fantastic and lighthearted, sweet book. But of course, all the characters have their own conflicts. But in the end, I think you'll know that it's, it's such a, it's just a very perfect, loving, amazing book. And it's definitely, it definitely gets heavy at some parts. But I think you'll realize that it's really just a sweet, fun, amazing, great book. Now, let me read you a passage from This Is Our Place. You know when people say, oh, if these walls could talk, they do. Or, careful what you say, the walls are listening. They are. Or even, whoa, it's as if this house can read my thoughts. Fine, no one ever says that one. But I can. Not every thought, of course. Just the loud ones. The ones that scream in your head, desperate to pop out at any moment. It's impossible not to hear them. It's hard not to notice the details when they're happening inside me. So the next time a visitor comes over to your house and you say, come in, don't mind the mess. Remember, I mind. I mind the dishes you haven't washed in six days just because the weather turned, and now the dirty coffee mug buried under the plates is starting to grow mold. I mind the pile of laundry behind the door and the dust that is accumulating on the top shelf because you think no one will ever see it anyway. I mind the wine stain on the couch that you tried to hide under the quilt and the nail holes in the wall that you covered with toothpaste because you read online that it's cheaper than buying spackle. But I'm not as focused on the mess in me as I am in the mess in them. That's the mess I like to pay attention to. The confusing thoughts that keep them up at night. The tears that fall out of nowhere when an unexpected song starts playing. When they sing in the shower to forget all their troubles. The hours lost in front of a mirror making faces and asking, what if this were really my face? The catastrophic fights followed by apologetic kisses that, deep down, still taste of anger. I can feel all of it. I pay attention to all of it. And now it's my turn to speak. Metaphorically, of course. I can't speak. I am a house. That's a passage from the very beginning of the book, and I chose to read it to you because it really sets up the whole novel. It shows you the tone of the house, the just a bunch of insight into the house that really helps you later in the book. And I just think it's a great little passage from the book, and it really summarizes what's going to happen in the book in a few paragraphs. Now it's time for the author's purpose. Drumroll, please. I actually don't know why the author wrote this book. I think that it's because he wanted to tell a fun, sweet story about family and love, and of course wants to represent the LGBTQ community. And I just love, I love this book. And this this book could have been written for so many reasons, but I'm saying because of family and love. And I think that's all that I really need to say. And now it's time for my age recommendation for this book. I really think that even though this is a young adult book, it's pretty safe for most little kids. 
The reading level is a little bit higher, so I'd recommend it for probably kids ages 12 to 15. I really, really enjoyed this book, and I hope that you will too. Thank you so much for listening to the series review this week. I will try to have another episode out soon for you all. In the meantime, please get in touch with me. You have my email and voice message links, and check out my other podcast. Thank you so much for all of your support, and I will see you next time. Bye!